This episode is brought to you by The Hartford, a leading provider of employee benefits and income protection products that is dedicated to standing behind U.S. workers to help them pursue their goals and get through tough times. For more information about The Hartford, visit thehartford.com slash employee benefits. We've also got a link in our show notes. There are certain things that are easy to remember about the dead. One, that they're dead. Although sometimes, sometimes your brain will let you forget just for a moment, maybe two, and you'll think, I should call my dad. Two, how they died, especially if you were there and especially if it was gruesome or traumatic. But there's so much more to a person than how they died. And so when I know a person is grieving the death of a loved one, I always say, tell me about them. Not about how they died. Why do you need to know, by the way? But tell me about them. Tell me what made them special. What made them laugh. How they made you laugh. Tell me what you'll know about them forever. My husband, Aaron, loved the pop star Robin. He loved pop culture. You know how people used to type out, I H hate this, like I hate this? He would type I H nine it because that's more than H eight. And it's a really good joke that actually works more visually than anything else. But still, it works. And when I really like a friend, I introduce them to this. I'll text them, I H nine this. My dad used to jokingly jokingly, 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 threatened to give us a spanking, but he would call it a hot hinder. And now my boys will rub their hands together menacingly like little cartoon villains and say, who wants a hot hinder? When my dad washed my son Ralph's face as a baby or a toddler, he'd cup water in his hand and then vigorously just splash it all over Ralph's face. Again, this works better visually. And today, That's how my boys like their faces washed. They'll lean over a sink and say, give me the grumpy wash. Grumpy was my dad's grandpa name. These are the little things that keep a person alive. And they'll keep going. And eventually, even when nobody who knew my dad is even alive anymore, some little kid will say, give me the grumpy wash. And their parent will cup water over their palms and wash their face like a cartoon character. So... We have this thing called The Terrible Club. It's a little Facebook group for listeners who have supported the show financially, and it's also a nice little community. And one day, one of our listeners posted what would become the idea for this show. My husband, Andy, died in February of 2016. A vibrant, funny, smart, witty man was suddenly gone. Through the mechanical processes that occur when someone dies, it felt like he, his entire life, was being erased. So I purchased two bricks with his name. One is in the Portland, Oregon Pioneer Plaza, and one is in Carpinteria, California. But I don't see either of them every day. In fact, I may never see either of them again. So I try to imprint him onto others. He was from Scotland and had so many unique phrases. I try to keep him from being erased, 
by keeping some of those uniquely Andy phrases and words alive. One from his mum was mousetrap cheese, the term for cheddar. If you're going to the market with your shopping list, it would include nice cheese by name, Manchego, Brie, or the list would say mousetrap. I love the term and hope my kids will continue to use it. Sometimes I just know an episode when I see it. I immediately knew what Lynn meant, how we become vessels that carry the memory of the people we've lost, how the little things about them really are the big things. And I asked Lynn if she'd talk to me and tell us more about Andy and about mousetrap cheese. The first time I heard mousetrap cheese, mm-hmm. I was probably visiting Scotland with my husband, was before we were married, and met his mom, who lives in St. Andrews, or she lived in St. Andrews, she's passed. And we were probably going to the cheesemonger, because in St. Andrews, they have such thing as a cheesemonger. And she asked us to pick up some mousetrap. And... I don't know what I thought at the time. I mean, the first time I went to Scotland, I really didn't understand anybody. It uh, wasn't until I got used to the accent that I started to understand. So I probably asked Andy, what is your mom talking about? And, you know, it's just such a great phrase that we used it. I don't know that he ever used it before he heard his mom use it, but maybe because you know, he loved his mom and, you know, and, and I thought it was so unique and funny that he started using it more often. So so what did she mean by mousetrap? When she told you to get mousetrap, what did she mean? Cheddar. Just cheddar cheese. Anything that you'd stick in a mousetrap. You wouldn't stick your really good cheese in a mousetrap. You'd stick the cheddar. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. So the first time that I heard the phrase mousetrap cheese was in the Terrible Club. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was just in a mood that day, I think, and thinking about Andy and just how I, I just don't want his uniqueness to disappear, you know. So I'm from the States. My kids are all here, and they had never heard that term before. And so Sandy just used it all the time. And when I mentioned it, to my kids, they said, oh yeah, mousetrap, you know, so it, it, it really has become part of their lexicon now. I was just thinking about him and wrote about how I just really wanted him to continue in some way. And then people responded uh, on that Facebook page about, they really liked it and they, uh, several people said, oh, they're going to start using that term because it's just so fun. And I'm starting to use it too. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And so, Lynn, this will be the beginning of this episode for us because you are the reason that we're making this episode. You and Andy are the reason why we're making this episode. So we asked a lot of people to send us their version of mousetrap cheese and (laughs) (laughs) so that we can all hear these little things that made our people their people and Maybe we'll pick up some new phrases. Maybe we'll pick up some new habits. And these things that we love about our people are going to live on in strangers who will spread the word. (laughs) So really, Lynn, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for sharing Mousetrap Cheese, for sharing Andy, and for making it possible for everybody in this episode to do the same. Oh, thank you so much, Nora. I really appreciate that. It makes us really happy, too. 
That's why we have a whole episode of things just like this over on Terrible Thanks for Asking in an episode called Tell Me About Them. It's filled with goofy things like mousetrap cheese that can help us, help other people, keep their dead people alive. I'm Nora McNerney, and it's going to be okay. We want to hear from you, too. You can email us a voice memo or write out an email. The email is in our show description. Or you can call us at 612-568-4441. We are an independent podcast production from Feelings & Co., an independent podcast company. Our team is Marcel Malikibu, Jordan Turgeon, Claire McNerney, and Megan Palmer. Our theme music is by Secret Audio. This episode of It's Going to Be Okay was brought to you by The Hartford. Employee benefits have always been hard to understand. They're even tough for employers to explain, which just makes it worse for people like you and me. The Hartford knows there's a better way. They're a leading group benefits provider that's using familiar language to get straight to the point when it comes to the benefits they offer. Because if your benefits sound confusing, who's going to know how to actually use them? Learn more at thehartford.com benefits.